Hey everybody, welcome back to Talks with Miri. So right off the bat, I'm going to tell you that this is not going to be a feature-length episode. And until the 1st of November, they're actually going to be really short episodes, not really heavily topic-based. And what I'm actually going to be doing is answering those Q&As that I did that long time ago when I had the video session. But now seems like a good time to answer them as well and questions that have been DM'd to me. Seems like, you know, something cute, something fun to answer and keep you guys engaged. And then we'll go back to these heavy future episodes from the 1st of November, I promise you. So I hope you guys enjoy. So one of the first Q&As that I was asked was my thoughts on eloping. And I personally think eloping is so badass. I hope I end up getting eloped. And the way I'm picturing right is like totally not sober. And I meet this person. And for some odd reason, odd, odd reason, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'll take you up on your offer. And we go and we get eloped and it ends up working out. I feel like that is way more romantic than this whole like takes you to Paris and proposes on the Eiffel Tower and you know you live out your life like I personally would prefer some low-key rock and roll type of shit so I'm like when you tell people how you ended up together everyone is like what the fuck but that's my style but then again if you do like that you know that cute little fairy tale um meet each other traditionally whatever i support that too another reason i like the thing of like eloping is because if i do get eloped right i'm not gonna tell anyone that i'm married for like a year because i'm trying to see if we can actually work as a married couple right because what i really don't want to do right is tell people and then have to explain to people that you know we didn't work out because not obviously people get invested in your relationship but then again it could be going great and you end up getting divorced and like 10 years down the line so i'm not saying that like it's a totally logical argument but i just have it there then i got asked my thoughts on lobola which I understand people have this whole oh no subjectification of women and i understand that don't get me wrong it is i'm not denying that but your parents get money for having you if you were a parent or if i was a parent that doesn't sound like a bad offer to me personally and i'm not against it like you do what you gotta do to me it's not harmful it doesn't really hurt anybody but i would say that daughters now deserve a portion of that because marriage isn't easy men are very stressful guys and you are not responsible for sexually gratifying this person that high key is most probably going to cheat on you at some point anyway so at the very least you deserve a portion of this lobola so that you can go and treat yourself as well clarify before i sound like some sad little cynic girl who thinks that everyone cheats on each other in relationships that's not the case um like for example you might not cheat on each other he might cheat on you she might cheat on you might cheat on each other we don't know so i'm not like bashing relationships are gonna push the narrative that everyone cheats just don't know and then the next thing that i got asked is what motivates me um 
I mean, I started off with my parents. My parents, first of all, always motivated me. No matter what I was doing. I uh, I don't know if... <laughs> I don't know if I can narrate this properly. But obviously, they weren't unrealistic in what they supported me to do. That's one thing that they were always very clear with. They found what I was good at. And what I was good at was encouraged. So... And they've always just pushed me to aim higher. Aim higher for myself. I'm better for myself. And I also motivate myself. Because in doing that, I've... I know the life that I'm going to lead and I know what I need to do to get there and I'm not going to let anything deter me from where I need to be and where I need to go because at the end of the day while we do need other people to motivate us it all relates back to us and our mindset and what we feed ourselves and the energy we have around us and our spirituality and all of that and I know it sounds like some hippie dippy shit but I promise you it's all connected once your inner self is healed and your inner self is strong you won't even need people to tell you you're doing a good job because you will know that you are. You also know if you're doing a bad job because you're able to call yourself out. also got asked my thoughts on black tax um if you don't know what black tax is right it's when you have a black family uh the the rule technically becomes okay for example like i'll use my parents as an example they work right but now they will have to remittances yes you have to send money back to your family to your parents like I don't know how to explain it. I'm not saying that it's an only black thing, but it's it's a, it's essentially a if something is needed by, for example, my dad's parents, he's going to be called, and he has to cater to it. So it's obviously something that's been happening for ages, and it's probably going to end up happening to my generation. And and as then black tax, I mean, we didn't really get a chance to build generational wealth, so I can see why that would be something that is pushed or encouraged. Um, my only problem with black tax is that it happens before you're able to fully cement your career. And my argument is, how am I supposed to fully establish myself if you don't give me the opportunity to properly manage my finances? So while I'll probably have to, at some point, contribute to black tax, I am only going to do that when my, my bank account is where I want it to be at. Because I cannot grow if I'm still feeding everybody else. careful about how i end these things um with the going back there to in regards to you know not being able to feed blah blah what i'm trying to say is that i can you can obviously generally do more for someone if you've been able to establish yourself than if you were doing it in bits and pieces that's what i'm getting at then i got asked about my guilty pleasures (laughs) i'm trying to think of ones that i can actually say here are safe to literally have forever imprinted on the internet my guilty pleasures um i fucking love mcflurries you know the they make these um everyone thinks of like oreo mcflurries but i am so surprised how many people do not know that they make chocolate oreo mcflurries now next time you go get your chocolate oreo mcflurry with extra chocolate and extra oreos that shit is a bomb that shit is whether i'm happy sad angry whatever that shit is the bomb 
um, my guilty pleasures. You know what? I'm just going to sum it up as food. Food and stuff that I cannot mention here. This one is cute. I got asked about my favorite movies. Um, I am a big fan of Wall Street-based movies. So my favorite are The Wolf of Wall Street and The Big Short. Because, I don't know, I just like the the narrative of watching these people go from, not necessarily all the time nothing, but how they navigate wealth and how how it's presented. Because they don't make it pretty, if you get what I mean. Like, they don't make it glamorous and it they show the reality of money the good and the bad side of money i don't know i've just always liked wall street movies that or i feel like i don't know what the hell genre wall street movies go under i feel like maybe drama but some of them are like documentary based i don't know um besides that i'm definitely a huge fan of horror movies but not those like like i want those like psychological ones the ones that like after you watch it you're just like what the fuck did i watch some comedies like i don't like slapstick humor i fucking hate slapstick humor i love like movies where it's like wit and sarcasm and you know general shit um other than that i am probably highly unlikely to watch the movie i'm not a big movie person as is already but yeah This one, well, I'm just going to read out the question. It was, tell me more about your personality. You seem very layered on the show. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I could sum up my personality. But one thing that I can use, for example, is my friends were talking about, like, if you use Twitter, you know how other stuff will pop up, like, if your friends liked it, right? And they were talking about how, like, I would like all this, like, political stuff and it pops up. And then you'll see, like, the stupidest meme ever, like, being like, like... Because the thing is, like, the things that I find funny aren't what my friends find funny. Um, um, I feel like, okay, to me, my humor is really funny, but it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. It's stuff that, like, people won't necessarily find funny um obviously the stuff like sarcasm which everyone gets i fucking love sarcasm but then like it's like videos of i don't know i don't know how to explain the videos that i like they're like i don't like like basic humor like it just has to be something weird and unexplainable and i'm trying to think of an example that i could use like if you've ever seen this video going around right And it's like, you know, the, if you know the twins, Tia and Tamara, and I can't remember whichever one married the white guy, right? And they're reading about stuff that make them sad. And she, she reads, like, well, she's trying to explain why she's sad. And she's like, like, she's generally crying, right? And she's like, they call me white man's whore. And she's crying, right? Well, obviously, it's not something that you can take seriously. But no, like, I respect her feelings. But anyway, I don't know how to explain my personality. I feel like... I'm very smart, but I am also very, I don't want to, I don't know how to, I don't want to say, I'm not, I hate the word weird, because people have made weird, either like, weird isn't like this 
cool cliche like yeah i'm weird yeah someone like i'm weird yeah i'm cool yeah or like just weird like yo but i feel like i'm just i'm just a mix of many things man What have you learned so far this year? Um, this year, what have I learned? I've learned not to expect too much from um people and don't make that sound like some depressed thing again where like, oh my gosh, Miriam is like anti people. No. I mean that in the sense that like a lot of what we need to progress in life is dependent on us and our mindset and how we feel because we can turn a negative situation into a positive one in literally three seconds just based on how we view it so i feel like i just i don't know i don't need people to make something good for me anymore that's what i learned how to do um i've learned to be more forgiving of and not of people I feel like I'm fairly forgiving of people. I just... Oh, actually, no. I've learned how to be more forgiving of everyone, including myself. Because... I don't know. I feel like like I, I was that person prior to this year where if I was mad at you, I just did not associate with you on any level. But I've come to understand, you know what? We're all humans. We make mistakes. We're gonna make mistakes. I'm gonna make mistakes. Someone else is gonna make mistakes. I will be an angel to someone in this lifetime and I'll be the fucking devil. But at the end of the day, we learn, we grow, and we just gotta learn to let shit go. So I guess that more from forgiving into learning to let shit go. Um, what have I learned besides that? I'm trying to think because I don't want it to come to me like when I when I finish recording. I also oh I tried to learn patience because um, I oh I'm still in the process of learning patience. Let me say that because I am many things many many things that are good and i also obviously have my bad attributes and one of them was impatience and it was obviously starting to hurt a lot of like the friends in my life and obviously like people close to me because i'm like the type of person like i don't like repeating myself like one time and obviously it's understandable maybe someone didn't hear me or they didn't understand what i meant and before like it was so bad because obviously i just become so like i don't know like brutal but anyway, I'm learning to work on that, and yeah, because I learned that it's not fair to people. I just learned that people are people, you know? Everyone has a reason for acting the way they do. Everyone has a reason for doing things this way or not doing things this way or saying things this way or acting like this when they're hurt or acting like this when they're happy. There's a lot of little things that can tell you a lot about a person if you just watch how they converse with people, how they converse with their friends what makes them sad how they are when they're sad what they're angry and a lot of times for example like it's just stuff that made them who they are when they were kids and it's just how they've learned to live their lives so a lot of things that used to to me be justifiable as a sign of anger to someone no longer are because at the end of the day life goes on and maybe someone will grow maybe someone won't grow maybe someone you know might be the reason that you wake up maybe someone might not i don't know i feel like i'm rambling but um yeah i've learned so far this year to let people people and let yourself be 
a person. You're not going to be perfect. Majority of the time, you're probably going to be <laughs> low-key messing things up. But that's for the fellow perfectionists out there. Because there's some things that I generally don't give a shit about. I don't even care. But there's some things, and that being said, that like if I do them, I expect them to be done perfectly. And it becomes quite like manical. And I'm also learning that some shit you just need to relax with. But that being said, yeah, I think that's what I've learned so far. What are my thoughts on Tinder? You know what? (laughs) Tinder is so fun if you are generally bored generally bored and i mean just swiping bored but in regards to actually like meeting people tinder is a fucking waste of time but if you're bored and you want to have fun i suggest you go for tinder but i don't know find some cool people on tinder you can make some cool friends i personally made a really cool friend on tinder like the best but you know um everything else low-key a waste of time um i don't know maybe you might be one of those people who finds your match or you might be i don't know I don't know. Tinder is just so funny to me. That app is so fucking funny. But hey, do what you need to do to get what you need. debate on what's healthy and this person had sent me um this video where this person was saying drinking too much water isn't healthy anymore you know what my opinion on this is pretty short everyone changes what's healthy one day is unhealthy the next and i personally don't give a shit i am that person that is still eating my mcdonald's even after you've fucking yelled and told me that it's plastic because at the end of the day mcdonald's isn't healthy but you know what else is unhealthy fucking alcohol That's unhealthy too. That being said, here's a friendly reminder to reduce your consumption of meat. The next thing that I was asked is what I plan on studying next year and where. Right, so, um... I want to obviously go into media studies, media communication, or liberal arts... Um, I'm obviously someone who's more humanities-based. I like discussing things, writing stuff, reading stuff, whatever. So that's probably the route that I'm going to go. As for where, the world's my oyster. Um, The door's been opened everywhere. So I guess it's just up to where, at the end of the day, I finally decide that I want to go to. And even if I had a designated place in mind, I probably would not publicize it. I don't know. I would not publicize it. It's more of a... You find out when you find out. What is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? You know, um, I've had so many embarrassing things happen i feel like in regards to uh, like all the embarrassing things that could have happened to someone 
I had so many happen that I don't even care anymore. And as much as I genuinely would spill the tea, like, if you asked me, I would tell you, this is not something that I want on public record, necessarily. But hey, if you ever see me and you want to know, just ask me and I promise you, I will have the best stories for you. Like, as in, don't even know how the fuck I got over that. But you know what? At the end of the day, embarrassment is temporary. I've just learned to embrace your embarrassment. It's only embarrassing if you let it be embarrassing. And like, honestly, honestly, that's the best advice I could give you for embarrassing situations. And one day, maybe when I'm like 30 and the people involved in these embarrassing situations have, you know, gotten old and my parents are highly unlikely to listen to it, then yes. I will gladly spill all the tea on all the times that were super embarrassing. And lastly, to end off with, I got asked if wigs aren't a form of me embracing European standards of beauty. You know what? It may be. It may very well be. I'm not going to say that it's not because arguments against it are fairly minimal. But I don't also think that it deters from my blackness either. And you know what? They're fun. They're so much fun. I just like the fact that I can be blonde today. I can be brunette tomorrow. I can be curly on Friday. I can be like kinky on Saturday. <laughs> It's funny, if you don't know what kinky hair is, kinky is a texture, but hey, it worked out anyway. Still can be kinky on Saturday. But the point is, um, maybe it may be a form of colonization, but you know what? So is Western clothing, and we wear it every day. So if you're going to start determining what exactly is the European standard, then wigs would stop. Western clothing would stop. And a whole lot of other shit that I can't think about right now would stop. But at the end of the day, we've... I feel like it's something that, you know what, and this always comes from other black people. I've never had a white person try and make it political when it comes to race. But then again, it could be because they're appeased by it. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's just another, it's another thing. Black, like, you know, there are some girls who are natural and I support that and they're calmly natural. And then there are other girls who are, or guys even, who praise this natural and girls who praise this natural to an extent where it's almost like then a pedestal type of vibe and you're not really that special but like congrats for embracing natural and congrats for pushing the narrative because it is a good one but it doesn't make you better than anybody else that being said i am signing off now um i really do enjoy these q a's i'm gonna have to host another one to get more from you guys because some of these questions are just not getting answered like period these are so much fun to do. I'd also like to hear you guys' thoughts. And I'm going to post the Q&A up in, I think, two more days. And yeah, you know, if you're writing exams, good luck. If you're about to have the time of your life this upcoming December, enjoy it. I don't know. I just want to be super positive right now. And I'm just going to send you lots of love, positive vibrations. And if you're going to do something fucking epic between now and the next time that I release, I'll make it worthwhile. But be safe. And yeah, it's all love.